2: perfect home, sweet home.
3: One, two, three, to and get stuff with my dad. He's okay. But they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care.
1: I don't care well, either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined.
2: University of Middle
3: Tennessee.
2: give you America itself.
3: This is Ed McMahon. And now, is
4: Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C, it sounds like Burbank. <laughs> A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. I'm not sure over this music I can do anything other than say, And you get a new car! A new car! <laughs> uh, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. A brand new jet ski! Our general manager is at real Donald Trump. Donald Trump's Twitter account. Is is Earl judge ruling that he can't block people. It's a violation of the Constitution. Well, there's something the Founding Fathers had never considered when they uh, came up with the idea of free speech. Mm, mm, how a questionable little, decision. How it will affect Twitter in the year 2018. So Donald Trump constitutionally cannot block people on his Twitter feed. Well, that's what ad judge claimed. That judge is wrong. You think? Yes. So because the, the judge is making the claim that if the president blocks you,
0: you don't have the ability to comment on his Twitter feed. You also don't get to see his tweets, which maybe that has something to do with it too if the president has If news. you're
4: blocked you don't get to see people's tweets. Correct. I've no, I don't know if I've ever been Until blocked. Until so. you open up another account under the name of Juan yeah. to go out, you know, or Manuel Labor. Oh, well, I shouldn't have to sneak around to try to That that well, I didn't know that. newspaper. Yeah, I didn't know that. That that is something a lot of a lot of important news is made by the president and his Twitter. If you can't access it, that's that's weird. Well, yeah, but people who aren't on Twitter at all, they don't have accounts. Hear about it every day through the news media. Uh-huh. I mean, the president does all sorts of stuff in meetings. I don't hear about. I just this this will not stand. Yeah, but in a meeting, it's not a blast to the public. He blasts the public, except for these six people that I hate. I don't want you to hear what I'm blasting. Um, I I doubt it's unconstitutional, but I didn't I didn't know that that happened when he blocked you. How, how does he determine who to block? Doesn't he have a million, some millions and millions of followers? I think God, he, he probably gets... glances at it, sees a particularly particularly venomous uh, tweet, and then bongs them. Same way I block textures. Right, I see exactly. a text now and then. I thought I just have no use for this person. Right. All it's you're not doing consistent, is consistent. Cl- but... All you're doing is clogging up the Twitter line. Right. Exactly. A pox on you. Uh-huh. Hmm. Anyway unconstitutional. Uh, let's introduce everybody to in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
0: I'm doing good. A little sore this morning. I'm trying to make a uh, pact to myself of uh, working out every other day. I figure I can't do it every day, but if I could do it every other day... You got a board to carry around? No, <laughs> I don't. But, yeah, Marshall Phillips was my inspiration. If he can do 10 push-ups, then I can... At least work out every other day. Yeah. That's But a good he one.
4: can't do 10 foot. <laughs> hey, now. So where does that leave you? That's, it. that's a good one, Michael. That's a good one. I, sh- I should get there myself. I still have yet to climb up on the elliptical machine that's sitting over in the corner of our room. So w- w- have we-, we haven't gotten to once yet, right? Correct. I've okay. not gotten it once. So every other day seems very ambitious. But <laughs> if, you know, structure is good. Yeah. It- I I would need to do it, yeah, regularly or not at all. If if I plan on like, when I feel like it or something like that, that's not going to work.
1: Is it just a lack of free time? Well, my current
4: lifestyle with my current children in their current states, um, I am so freaking exhausted by that. I get to the end of the day, the idea of I think I'll exercise now just seems so <laughs> crazy. That's why you've got to get up an hour early, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> he says shortly before being murdered. <laughs> I mean, on the other hand, you either do it or you don't, and if you don't, you die early. So Whoa. you know, it's kind of got to fit in somewhere. Too much blanking perspective. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's well, start with a vigorous walk up and down your driveway. My huh? dad's my dad's favorite saying was always, <laughs> "You don't have time for that. Do you have time for a heart attack?" Yeah. Because that, that'll work its way into its, your schedule. The heart attack's not going to say, well, I know you're very busy with the kids, so I'll, I'll hold off till later. Hmm. That's not the way heart attacks work. It's a good point. Um, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
0: Doing very well. Uh, the latest installment of the extended Star Wars universe uh, debuts this weekend. This movie is entitled Solo. It is the, the origin story, somewhat, of one Han Solo of uh, Harrison Ford's fame. Um, this movie, I anticipate to be horrible. I can't wait <laughs> to see it. Um, it went through at least three different directors, with finally landing on Ron Howard being the final one to come in. Oh, really? I didn't know that, Ron they, Howard. There was rumors that the lead that they chose to play Han Solo required an acting coach about midway through the the filming of this movie. Um, so, yeah, I anticipate it to be awful, but I also can't wait to see it.
4: God, Ron Howard! I would think he'd have a lot of pride on the line and trying to make this a good thing, and he's good. Although, has he ever done anything in this realm? Well, Star Wars ish. Um, I'm I'm not even sure what that means. He did uh, he, big special he, effects sort of movie. Has he done stuff like he that? he did? Uh, what was the uh, he did Apollo Rush. thirteen movie? You also yeah, did Rush, the uh, racing movie recently. Yeah, Bryant, yeah, Bryant. but that, that was uh, practically a docu- hey, documentary. Did he do the uh, Zero or whatever, the No Gravity movie with uh, what's-her-name, the cutie? I'm a big movie fan. <laughs> George Clooney and you the girl the from uh, of... My Cousin Vinny. S- no. C- no. C-
2: Bullock? Yeah, you that's don't that's know the right.
4: names of the movies or yeah. the people in them, no, so no. We're,
0: then we got to try to guess Not
2: what really. <laughs> 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 it's like charades.
3: around. Yeah,
0: It's a game. It's fun. guess. Henry Winkler and are on. They were never in a movie together. The handsome
4: guy. The handsome with the big jaw here right, the handsome guy and the right. little cutie with oh, the kind a cute, of a blonde right, right yeah <laughs> oh, geez. anyway there's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day are you Marshall Well I got to tell you we've got an
3: <laughs> iconic celebrity birthday today Michael have we set the audio table All right it is none other than American singer songwriter Nobel prize winner Bob Dylan, a.k.a. Robert Zimmerman's birthday today. And he's how old. Stop bringing up the Nobel Prize. We're all mystified by that. 77 today. Wow. Still a working musician. Still out on the road. He has seemed 77 for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Dylan's net worth now stands at 185 million. million. That's all? Hmm. Wow, what went wrong there?
4: Well, you, you got to sell uh, you know, Blowing in the Wind to uh, some uh, some wind farm consortium <laughs> <Yes>. and <laughs> sell T- Subterranean <laughs> Homesick Blues to the New York Subway Authority or something. <laughs> right. yeah.
0: Mr. T hears that he says ah, that's pretty good.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah really, that's yeah. true. Mr. T, his net worth was what 185 <laughs> dollars? <laughs> yeah, very close yeah. to that. Uh, yeah. Wow, uh, Bob, a much more normal person than uh, most people think, mm-hmm. uh, by all uh, descriptions. I'll take your word for it. Oh yeah, yeah. We've hung out. Um, I'm Jack I Armstrong. Was briefly a traveling
3: Wilbury, <laughs>
4: <laughs> but I, I don't like to travel, so they fired me. <laughs> so you
3: stopped. You got off the bus. <laughs> yeah, I was. I asked to
4: be a stay-at-home Wilbury. <laughs> And they fired me. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, May 24th year 2018. Setting you straight in 21 We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's get started officially. Now, according, according to FCC rules and regs, here we go at Mark.
1: We'll shut down concession sales uh, during that period of time, during the anthem. Like I, I don't think it's appropriate for us to profit during that period of time like if we want it to be sacrosanct if we want to honor the flag we're going to make sure that we go through a litany of things to make sure that that we're not going to force people to stand in in their seats, but we are certainly going to make sure that we are not profiting during that, you know, two to three minutes of time during the game.
0: What is that? Who is that young firebrand? That was Jed York, owner of the San Francisco 49ers.
4: So the owners announced yesterday that, uh, or the league announced, that they're going to fine teams whose players and personnel don't stand. And one owner went so far as to say, "Well, we'll stop concessions during the national anthem. Now, is that a... Is that like a virtue signaling, we're more patriotic than other teams, or is that a, we're going to go so far it's ridiculous? I think that smacks, given what I know of, not only the San Francisco Bay Area and the 49ers and all, that smacks a little of, oh yeah, oh yeah, well then we're not going to sell you any beer. Uh, Of note, he also abstained from the vote. Yeah, he's not in favor of the policy. So I, I think he's punishing... Like the fans or the league or somebody's throwing does a snit over it. Who makes money off concessions? The owner of each team or does the league get part of that? There's a league share. There's, there's yeah, a profit share. Yeah, but it's got to be a minority share, right? I'd imagine that the team gets most of the money. But anyway. So he's punishing himself. <clears throat> I. I don't know. It it seems like a snit to me. Yeah, it does. Maybe it's not a well thought out snit. I don't know. Maybe it's a, oh, yeah, well, we'll, oh, it's so important. We won't even serve you French fries during the night. So you don't even get to buy beer. How do you like that now? It always has. Although that seems so odd. So cutting off your nose to spite your face ish, it doesn't make any sense. Of course, a lot of what Jed York has done hasn't made a great deal of sense. It always has seemed weird to me, though, that we, uh, at least, you know, the way I grew up, we were expecting to stand and put our hand over our heart during the National Anthem, take off our hat, which I always have. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, people were milling around or standing in line to get hot dogs or whatever. Yeah. And that always seemed strange to me. Yeah, yeah. Which fits in kind of the whole, there's no real reason for it. It's not, I mean, it's just, it's a made-up thing. What's that? The National Anthem at sporting events? That, yeah, that that's required. Yeah, that it that's just required. started, and, and there's some suggestion it has to do with the NFL's advertising contract with the military for their recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm very torn on this because, you know, I am I, a patriot. I believe in respect for the ideals of the country, et cetera, et cetera. But I also respect the rights of people who, who don't want to. Um, I will judge you for that. I will make I will make assumptions about you if you are jabbering or give the finger to the flag or whatever. I will make some big ass assumptions uh, about you, but I, I cherish your right to do that. I've known people that use the National Anthem as the best time to go get a beer or a hot dog or whatever, because mm. most people uh, don't do that. I I never would, but see that as an opportunity. Wow, that's an interesting Or if the take. bathroom's not as busy. Yeah. Yeah, which is probably true. Uh, What are other headlines? I don't stand with my hand on my heart in the bathroom.
3: (laughs) 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 North Korea blows up its nuke site amid confusing signals about the summit. Trump is doubling down on the border wall and the connection between weekend naps and early death. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Yeah, I saw a tweet go around the
4: other day about this band, the Traveling Wilburys. Michael, turn this up right here. That snare drum that was me <laughs> um so this is Jeff Lynn Tom Petty George Harrison and Bob Dylan and yep. they and it was back in the day, day back in the day when they came out and Roy if, Orbison if you and Roy Orbison if right. you had to predict who is going to be dead from this group by 2018 you wouldn't have chosen George Harrison and Tom Petty <laughs> the last surviving Wilbury might be Bob Dylan depending on Jeff Lynn's health which is weird mm. anyway there you go uh how's Mailbag look Oh, it's fine. This is where I was singing with Tom and Bob right here. Everybody <laughs> got somebody. Oh, it's, it's good. It's uh, about average, frankly. You're a stay at home Wilbury. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. I, I get car sick, <laughs> so we'll get into more of I the don't news. Travel, more of the news of the day coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The conscience of the nation.
3: Strong and Getty Show.
2: Man Can you sing a little bit
3: more clear?
0: So interesting article
4: front page of the USA Today today, The Walls That Divide. About walls around the world that various countries are putting up to keep it. Very- Jack, Jack, Jack! Build bridges, not walls. And I can't quite figure out what their point is. Coexist! Coexist! Is Build Bridges Not Walls the new Coexist? I don't know. Anyway, there are now 77 different walls around the world. When the Berlin Wall came down in 1989, there were only 15. There are now 77. A lot of them in Europe, keeping various uh, refugees from uh, African countries out. More on that later. It's interesting. I can't figure out what their point is. Seems to be the point is it's awful that Trump wants to build a wall somehow. You know, I suspected from the beginning that that was probably their point, but I haven't seen it. I am kind of interested. But there are a lot of walls in a lot of countries in Europe. Hmm. Mailbag. Woohoo! Oh, because we're taking tomorrow off? This is the last day of the week.
3: Yeah, so I wasn't sure what to do there.
4: This is the last day of our work week. Yeah. Well, it's Thursday. I was not I was not aware of this.
3: <laughs> wow. Really?
4: Yeah. It slipped my mind.
3: So, if somebody hadn't
4: reminded me, I would have showed up yesterday. Or I'll tell my wife I'm working.
3: Yeah. There you go. Um
0: um uh er, so Sean, did you do one? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we discussed it yesterday. Oh. Yeah. So that whole, I didn't know about it, that was a lie. He just didn't remember. Well, I'd forgotten about it. Well, it
4: has no consequence in my life.
0: (laughs) That is why. Wow. Oh, hey, ho! that (laughs) sounded a little
4: hurtful. I'm not sure why, but that was very hurtful. Listen, sir, if you don't care about this show, there's the door. No, the only the turned only, his own weapon against it! No, if if I were going off on a beach vacation or something, I would like be so excited and counting oh, the hours. Oh, that I see. My my day will actually be harder tomorrow being at home than it is here. So Coming into like, a show. So it's not like I'm, you know, just can't wait to get there. Or I something. hear you. I hear that. <laughs> Let's take a fond look back at the rather short week that was. It's uh, it's cow clips of the week. <laughs>
0: Is Draymond Green as annoying and personal as is he is on, in, on television? Annoying to who? You should go talk to him yeah. me downstairs. Yeah, sure, sure.
1: While the least fit city in the country was once again Man-Boobs, Louisiana.
4: <laughs> Throws it down to James, catches in traffic and backs it home. What a pass
1: and what a catch at some point we will get on a train that train ride will last about 11 hours then there will be a bus ride that will last for four hours and finally a one hour hike to the actual site itself where we will witness its demolition if one support animal isn't doing the trick the problem isn't the number of animals <laughs> Kingle McCringleberry, Penn State University.
2: <laughs> X-Miss Jackson, Flaxen, Waxen, California, University of Pennsylvania.
4: That was calf. Clips of the AF week. What was that beast we kept hearing in there? Those the were a couple
0: notes. of lynxes, right? Lynx-eye? Right, right. <laughs> Whatever. Mailbag. It's all. What? It's also the sound. Whenever you see people arguing on the internet, that's the verbal, uh, that's the audible representation of people arguing on the internet. I like that. that. Yeah, those were, yeah. No, Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time.
4: That sounds a tad like passion, (laughs) depending on, you know, who's involved. Interesting. (laughs) Mailbag is actually, we could do an hour uh, plus of mailbag. A lot of great emails. Yeah, very little time. Maybe we'll drop them in throughout the show. Uh, Here's Ian and Tijuana. Uh, Jose, or should I address you as my lord of the 24? Ah, Of course, 24th most uh, powerful talk show (laughs) in America. Uh, He uh, includes a couple of uh, quotes about fools, including this one from Bill Murray. It's hard to win an argument with a smart person. It's nearly impossible to win an argument with a stupid person. Well said, Bill. How often does arguing ever change anybody's mind depends, depends how you go about it our colleague mike slater wrote a book about how to change people's minds um, i should yeah. read that probably uh, starts with not referring to them as a stupid person i was thinking about that uh in terms of politics anything how often do people's minds get changed on things boy not very often twice a day <laughs> uh, i don't uh, yeah not not terribly often uh, dear OSJ and OMJ, that's Old Simple Jack and Original Morning Joe.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Uh, gotcha.
4: Travis and Karen in beautiful Olympia, Washington. Um, over the years, my wife has gone from humoring me by letting me listen to you guys while we're out driving to being a fan who listens to all 20 hours each week. Yes! Very cool. Uh, she started taking interest in various thinkers slash intellectuals mentioned on the show, like Thomas Sowell and uh, Tim Sandifer. Um, he, he's, he's a photographer... And, well, blah, blah, blah. She really liked a quote from Sowell. The fact that so many successful politicians are such shameless liars is not only a reflection on them, it is also a reflection on us. When the people want the impossible, only liars can satisfy. Boy, that's good. That's great. When people want the impossible, like so much stuff for so little money. Yeah, what do you expect them to do? Right. Who else is going to get elected? Well said, well quoted. Well, we'll have some bonus mailbag coming up, I insist. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Marshall's News on the way. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Since we are just talking about it, a couple of quick texts on regional differences with the uh, National Anthem. Went to a uh, sporting event in San Antonio during the... Anthem, um, even the cars in the nearby street pulled over. All the pedestrians stopped. The cops directing traffic stopped the cars and turned to the flag. It was inspirational. Wow. A different text. Was that a baseball game in Kansas City last year? Everyone stopped in their tracks in the concourse and removed their hats during the national anthem. Seems to be a regional difference. Sure. To uh, California. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that is interesting.
3: Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, while the fate of the U.S.-North Korea summit may be uncertain, North Korea went ahead uh, with what appears to be the destruction of its nuclear missile testing site. CBS reporter Ben Tracy is on site watching the action.
1: What we saw was North Korea claimed to completely destroy that site. They put explosives inside the three remaining test tunnels. Two of those tunnels, they say, were still usable, that they could have conducted further tests. But they put explosives in them and then blew them up in front of the media that was there.
3: There were no independent monitors to verify the destruction, but there was the gaggler reporter standing around watching. Well, Well, it's impossible
4: to verify whether or not they're using a different mountain, right? I think it would be safe to assume that this is some sort of subterfuge. Well, based on their past, it'd be like, you know, if your wife or husband has cheated on you multiple, multiple times and and they and they claim that their you know their their hotel meeting with this guy is not going to be cheating right you're kind of stupid to believe them mm.
3: during a wide ranging interview with Fox and Friends this morning, President Trump says he is not going to be approving any immigration bill unless it includes the tough measures he's been asking for. They actually have four different bills. Unless it includes a wall, and, a, and I mean a wall, a real wall, and unless it includes very strong border security, there'll be no approvals for me because I have to either approve it or not. Now, Trump's adding the government's doing what it can with the $1.5 billion approved for the border in the budget bill. He said that uh, means miles of border fencing and walls being fixed, essentially becoming brand new. Well, I think USA Today is trying to make the point with their cover
4: story that it's awful that we're building a wall. But, um... They point out there are 800 miles of fences in Europe, which is just 40% of the 2,000-mile wall that Trump wants to build. Well, what I took from that is these tiny little countries have built so many walls that they've got 800 miles worth of walls. We've got a giant country. If we want to secure our border, we have to build a much longer wall. But if their point was... See, we want to build way more walls than they have in other places. I, it didn't register that way with me. Well, the, and the circumstances are completely different. That's just a silly comparison. Uh, but they show a wall I, I, you know, here I'll the, elaborate if you want, but I think it's fairly self evident that France and Belgium have a very different relationship than the United States and Mexico, slash Guatemala, slash all of Central and South America. Well, yeah, those walls, the 800 miles of walls, are in various places to try to stop the flood of uh, immigration from mostly African countries. Right. Um, In the same way we we are talking about a wall, have walls on the southern border and we don't on the northern border. And as you've pointed out, more and more are being built as those uh, demographic trends continue to put pressure on existing developed countries.
3: During that interview with Fox, Trump went on to say the NFL is doing the right thing with its policy banning kneeling during the national anthem. Trump's saying...
1: You have to stand proudly
3: for the national anthem. Well, you shouldn't be playing. You shouldn't be there. Maybe you shouldn't be... In the country.
4: I like yeah, it. we know. I we like know. It. He's threatening to deport I like people <laughs> who aren't proud. That's unconstitutional. It's outrageous. It's a constitutional crisis. We know. Remember, <laughs> Trump says all sorts of crap.
3: <laughs> Adjusting her position, California U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein says she no longer supports the death penalty, a reversal of her decades long support that is coming down during a primary campaign where her stiffest challenge is from a fellow Democrat. State Senator Kevin DeLeon.
4: Yes. Yeah, so she just all of a sudden, and t- talking about changing your mind, how often do you change your mind? How often do people change their mind on major subjects in their 80s? Well, when you're running against somebody else who's got a different opinion. and But uh, changing uh, views on that, it's still um, mostly supported in this nation, the death penalty. But Bill Clinton ran and got elected as a Democrat in 92, supporting the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't happen now. You wouldn't get the nomination. Probably not, no. I-, I will tell you this, though. Partly through the development of DNA uh, technology, right. the Innocence Project, etc., there's a hell of a lot more prosecutorial misconduct and screwed-up witness testimony than I had appreciated back in the day. And, you know, I thought I had a pretty good grasp of that. So I could see people's opinions evolving on that basis. Right. Diane Feinstein in her 80s, I'm guessing that's not <laughs> what's happening here, but... You know, that's a factor for people.
3: In the NBA playoffs, the Boston Celtics have a three games to two lead in the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals after Jason Tatum contributed 24.7 rebounds, four assists in the victory over the Cavaliers. Tatum shot has got
1: possession of save. Shot clock is a three. Tatum, left-hand dribble, pulls up at 20 feet. Got it at the shot clock Ooh. buzzer. Right. And a child
3: I'll lead them. The Celtics taking the Cavs <laughs> wow. 96 <What>? to 83. <laughs> That's a
4: little over the top. That's a little much. <laughs> you know, I didn't watch any of that because yeah. I don't follow sports anymore. Mm, <laughs> but, yes. then, but then at the end of the evening, I thought, did I do anything more important than that? No, not really. Wow, really? I just- I did dishes and stuff like that. I, I don't know. Well, that's arguably, you know, yeah, but it's got to be done. But I do that while I'm listening to the oh, game. Uh, so you just did them and were miserable and in listened, silence. And listen <laughs> to news, blah, 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 no, Trump, blah, blah, but, blah, ooh, collusion. Was that, was that better than uh, uh, taking in sports? Mm, I, I, I don't know. At some point, you're going to be in the ground. And uh,
3: <laughs> Did you have a good run or kind of a crappy one? Right. Mm, could have gotten on the elliptical.
4: I could have <laughs> yeah. gotten on the elliptical,
3: <laughs> that's could've. right. And, of course, in the NHL playoffs, the Washington Capitals took out the Tampa Bay Lightning 4-zip in an exciting conclusion that sends them off to the Stanley Cup Finals. Viva Las Vegas! The Capitals are
4: going to T-Mobile Arena Monday night, Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final. This improbable run, this magical spring. This run on lives sentence of the month of June. <laughs> Unbelievable.
3: This <laughs>
0: excessive description if you're not in that city. This collection of phrases. It's 4-0. Oh. It wasn't that exciting. I've been holding all this in for 30 minutes. The capital of sin versus the capital. Yes. At oh least, my.
4: at least he didn't say "and a child shall lead them." That's too much for <laughs> that, me. Yeah, <laughs> way, way too much. I, I happened to be in uh, Washington D.C. last year as the Capitals were storming their way toward not getting into the Stanley Cup final, but the city was at everywhere you looked, there was people in Capitals jerseys heading to the game, and there was great excitement, et cetera, et cetera, and and uh, and the fact that you have a brand new franchise in the finals yep. of the of a sport. Um, It's it's crazy. If you're into hockey at
0: all, this is going to be a fun one. It's only the second time in history that an expansion team has made it all the way to the championship game of the respective sport. But the first time it happened is a little bit of an asterisk. It's when the NHL went from 6 to 12 teams, so they added six teams. All six of the new teams were in one division, so one of them had to go to the finals. Well explained. <laughs>
3: there you go. <laughs> fix! Fix! That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Ah! You know, that was that was way back. Yes. As a hockey fan, what was that, like in the 30s or something? It doesn't matter,
4: but that's a great marketing idea. That was smart. And a child shall lead them in the mailbag. We have more mailbag <laughs> coming up. <laughs> we'll have more analysis of 1930s hockey. Yeah. Coming up. Yeah. <laughs> the original six, Jack. Chicago, Boston, Montreal, Toronto, Las Vegas, Detroit, and Chillicothe. There you go.
2: Um,
4: uh, so obviously, there's more on uh, was it a spy or not a spy in the Trump campaign. More people commenting on that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fever pitch, hair on fire, frothing at the mouth. Did Clapper, who was the former head of the, was he NSA, DNI, whatever he was... I says think. that Russia actually turned our election for Trump. What? First time anybody's come out and said Russia actually affected the outcome of the election. Former, Former U.S.
0: director of national intelligence. There you go. And the he it up the CIA too at one point,
4: didn't he? It's, well, it doesn't matter. It's a little late in the game to be declaring that, isn't it? It's
0: the first time anybody's been
4: made that bold of a statement. So uh, we'll talk about that coming up later too on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The conscience of the of nation. Las Vegas
3: It's the memorial.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Wow, so we got some breaking news, I guess. So I'll uh, bring out the donkey. Whoa.
1: Dude.
4: I don't know where Hansen got this info. I haven't gotten any news alerts. Hansen, where'd you get this info? You making it up? Yeah, wait a minute. Our phones aren't blowing up. How come our phones aren't blowing up? You making S up? What cable channels going crazy with this? Talk talk out loud.
1: Sorry. With CNN, your with got your right mouse
4: now, CNN. Oh, let me go to CNN. I want confirmation from a network I don't trust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to see if I believe this or not before Fake I go on the air. news. Because I certainly, White House, Trump-Kim summit will not happen. The summit is off. Oh, Lord.
3: Get the hell out of here.
4: Was it Pence in his bellicose statement about Libya yesterday? Trump. Trump which was pretty stupid. I haven't heard that. Trump Damn. writes Kim canceling due to open hostility in, in North Korea's P- recent statement. Damn. Is that, you got the one line, Marshall? Oh, now, yeah, are you yeah. going to say this is just part of the negotiation? And- this is just part of the negotiation, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not clear to me. I mean, they have both engaged in brinksmanship. Well, maybe it won't happen. Yeah, well, maybe it won't. You're right. I, I don't know where it goes from here.
0: This is a very odd uh, uh, Negotiations so far What is the current location Slash status of the journalists who are looking at the The demolition They have been taken prisoner
4: <laughs> No, <laughs> Hidden uh, deep within Mount Doom I don't know, did they make it back and are uh, headed home? or It's not clear to me, I have no idea I, I huh. wouldn't want to get that news while I'm in the midst Of nope. the jungle in North Korea Open <laughs> hostilities <laughs> have been declared oh, yeah! So the summit's off, so now he doesn't care If the world hates him for grabbing a whole bunch of American journalists Oh good Oh goody! Well, this is something. Like I said, this the whole deal has been so atypical, partly because of Trump, and 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 Kim Jong Un is every bit as difficult as pre- to predict in different ways. But so, you know, in normal circumstances, I think okay, it's off. But now I don't know. It may be back on in an hour and a half. Okay, CBS is on it now. So we were, I would say, second in the nation to have it. Thanks to Hanson. I'm i uh, I'm very proud of that. Hmm. The Washington um, Post has it, too. Washington Post has it They're now. Third. They have it now yeah, that they heard nice it on job, the Armstrong Post. and Getty show. Yeah, They heard it from Hanson. Welcome to the party. Where you been? I would say uh, that this being different, you, you give credit to Trump for it being different, and you yeah. think, well, why wouldn't you do it differently? Because doing it the same way would be stupid since the right. results have been terrible. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it differently? Uh, yeah, I mean, not every disruptor uh, ends up improving what they've disrupted. Yeah, but there is the uh, old, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting oh, a different sure. result. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt that for a second. Um, I, he, it, they said it was over the uh, the hostility, the open hostility, North Korea's most recent statement. I, I'm not sure I'm familiar with their most recent yeah, statement. Yeah, what was their most recent now, statement? Now, I have uh, the New York Times posted, North Korea calling Pence remarks ignorant and stupid issues new warning on summit. So what did Pence say? He said that... Uh, that um, uh, Kim Jong-un better come to the table and, and denukeify uh, otherwise you might end up like uh, Libya. North Korea might end up like Libya. That's an incredibly bad example because Libya agreed to disarm, and then, uh, well, subsequently, uh, Muammar Gaddafi got overthrown and rode a bayonet down the street. But so, uh, Un is thinking, Libya? Pence said that yesterday? Yeah. Wow, I thought we had worked that out uh, over the weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because that was, that was, yeah. I went to Dictionary.com. The actual definition of insanity is the state of being seriously <laughs> mentally ill. <laughs> ah, that helped to clarify things. I think it's, it's,
4: Einstein's definition of insanity yeah. is the whole uh, doing it over and over. which that's is a what good they one. say, yeah. In a statement carried by North Korea's official Korean Central News Agency, uh, the uh, vice, somebody or other, who's a uh, potentate, said he referred to, quote, unlawful and outrageous acts by top American officials and said that Mr. Pence had made, quote, Unbridled and impudent remarks that North Korea might end like Libya. That's what I was thinking when you said that. I thought that is impudent. And unbridled. <laughs> no, what? so Bolton, a week and a half ago, brought up Libya on the talk shows. Which was weird. And right. then Trump said, nah, Libya's not the model. Because Trump realized that was a ridiculous thing to say. Right, yeah. Wait. Ooh, but hey, so hey, Pence H-nay on the Ibiola. But so Pence doubles down on the Libya talk yesterday? Was that at the uh, direction of the White House, or why don't you use, like, East Germany as an example? Well, I'm just wondering, a different failed dictatorship that didn't willingly give up its arms? well there's Ian Bremer on CBS, old friend of the Armstrong and Getty show. Maybe we should ask him to come yeah. on and talk about this. Can we get audio? Or, um, or do you want to listen to him now? That's not the TV. I always have oh, the wrong man. TV. Ooh. Always, always I have the wrong TV. Up. Um. I'm wondering if it's part of the whole threat thing. I I interpreted what Trump said the other day about we'll keep him safe. He'll be very safe if he does this. He'll be absolutely safe. I took that as a threat. You mm. are not safe unless you do this. Yeah. And I think Pence again bringing up Libya, I think we're making a a mob like should be a shame if something happened to you. I sort st- of play on I it. I still don't think you're right, but I'm getting wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's odd. Although this this marriage has been such a strange one from the beginning. The fact that they both got to the church and one said, oh, yeah, the other said, oh, yeah, and they went back to their cars. I'm not shocked by that. I'm really intrigued right. to see what happens next. It, 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 could, it could be off. I don't know. But f- the circumstances that led them to the idea of the summit have not changed. Some of the rhetoric has been unfortunate, but you still have the North Korean regime in serious financial trouble. You still have increased pressure from China. Um, you still have uh, Trump uh, threatening, uh, you know, all sorts of unholy acts. Yeah, well, yeah. You still have, and either he says it out loud or they say it behind the scenes. Just to let you know, nothing has changed. If we think you have a weapon, we are going to attack you. Right. Yeah. That's still the case, and there's no right. getting out of that. Maximum pressure, et cetera. So, again, it would not shock me if everybody wasn't talked down by the groomsman and the maid of honor and, and, and went back to the church. We'll see. Well, as far as a wedding goes, I'd say if either one of you is. That wobbly, yet. go ahead and call it off and think it over for a while. Yeah, just like, a, it's a strange marriage. It's an arranged marriage. Yeah, but you got the cake and the tuxes, and everybody flew in from out of town. Well, right? right, there's pressure. But, yeah, okay, all right, you know me in marriage. I mean, if you're not sure, don't get married. But You don't know how many years great grandma's got a, left. It's a metaphor. Oh, okay. Right? It's okay. just a metaphor. Okay, I didn't think it was. I thought it was an actual mm, uh, you well, gotta, if, if I thought if you, we were talking about an actual wedding. Here. If at any point in your life you agree to marry somebody, you should be dragged forcibly to the altar and forced to marry them. <laughs> Please. Have you uh, seen any of the latest Hawaii footage? It's just insane. You got, got news guys doing their stand-up report with a volcano erupting behind them, and I don't mean like five miles behind them. I mean like they could turn and throw a rock into it. Crazy. So we got I'd be a, afraid of getting boiled. We got a bunch of things we got to stay up on. Um, and we we'll probably, still haven't gotten a bonus mailbag, right? So we got all the mailbag. We probably ought to talk to somebody smart about North Korea. We've got uh, James Clapper's comment that the Russians turned the election for Trump. It's the first time anybody's said that. Oh, shut up, Baldy. He's got a book out. Oh, oh, is wait that a, a minute. Is that a coincidence? Seriously? That somebody makes such a strong statement with a book out? But... Again, it's a little late in the game to suddenly be saying that, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.